Welcome to another episode of Civic Cipher. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, and we have a special show for you today. If you've been paying attention to our show um, or paying attention to the media, um, our humble show has had some national and international light shown upon it. And uh, obviously, there's a lot of stories in the media that you can check out. Um, feel free. Um, and obviously, we need to talk about that on this show, exactly what it means um, and, you know, our future uh, as a show, because there's a lot more momentum in this space for us right now. And we're really excited about that. We're really excited about all the changes that we can help make in this country, the conversations that we can start and help people have in their homes, etc. Um, but that is still something that we have to wait on those conversations that we would love to have with you so in the meantime there's a couple of things that we wanted to share with you uh, not the least of which is uh, sort of a conversation that started this whole thing uh, Q and I were fortunate enough to go to LA and sit down with our mentor big boy um, a legendary broadcaster um, in the hip-hop space if you're not familiar and uh, he, he g- gave us a great interview out there and so I'd love to share that with you today just to kind of bring you up to speed if you haven't been paying attention to the media. And if you have been, to kind of give you a bit of an origin story uh, of the show and uh, some of the current things that are happening in this space. Um, and also, uh, we were fortunate enough to speak with one Isaac Hayes III, the owner of Fanbase. And so um, the second half of the show, we're going to shine some light on black business, supporting black business, kind of um, uh, black people's influence uh, over the, the culture, the popular culture, and uh, how social media um, affects you know, our ability to communicate, our ability to make money, um, areas that require improvement, etc. So we'd love for you to stick around for both of those conversations. We feel like they're both very important. And of course, we are going to be back with more Civic Cypher very soon, but this is the space that we're in right now. Um, and yeah, yeah, we hope you enjoy it. So uh, I'll be back um, after we talk to uh, Big Boy. So enjoy big boys neighborhood beautiful day in the neighborhood ladies and gentlemen sometimes man you come across some things you come across some beautiful people and for those that do know then you know and for those that don't i would love to make this introduction as well now first off ramses i've met you years ago yeah Yeah. you didn't need anything from me i didn't need anything from you you were just a solid brother that i met years ago man and i love the way that you know characters what's being said about you when you're not in the room and people speak so well about your character so now that i see you moving forward and i see you never stopped your hustle never stopped your grind you got fifty thousand things that you're doing and 49.99 of them or 999 you're doing very well i don't know what that one is <laughs> but welcome to the neighborhood rams i appreciate it all man. right and this is q ward q ward and together we are civic, civic cypher. cypher yes sir what is civic cypher civic cypher is a radio show and 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 a podcast yes, that sir. was born out of the um protests of mm-hmm. 2020 uh basically what happened was uh, you know we're, we're both uh, djs we both work, work in radio me and q um where we were uh and at, at our old radio station in in phoenix arizona uh we you know in 2020 we're out protesting um we felt like the leadership on the streets really deserved more than just bullhorns right and in order to challenge the narrative of what was being sort of chronicled on television stations and other media outlets um, to get let folks say their piece 
in terms of explaining what defund the police means or why people are upset about Breonna Taylor or, you know, these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. We felt like, okay, well, we work in media. We work in hip hop media. This is, you know, black culture being consumed, you know, in, an, in a city where it's black and brown mostly consuming this culture. We need to be able to say our piece as well. And basically, we went to our, our station program director and asked to set aside 30 minutes per week in the middle of the night where there's no money involved mm -hmm. and just let the leadership on the streets. Why did you feel like that was important to you guys? Well, you know, there was uh, d no voice. There was right. just people on the street. It was huge crowds, right. but no way to reach the city. People that weren't able to come out. And, you know, bullhorns only go so far, so right. some people weren't getting the message. So it was up to us to try to make that difference and make that space. So it's, and, that. And, and such a real time, bro, at, at 2020, it looked like things were just crazy. You know, we had a yeah. pandemic, something that we'd never seen before. We're, we're watching people die in front of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On TV, repeatedly watching footage. And so when you do, like some people also Q-War, where some people say, you know what, man, I'll do what I do on the mic. Sometimes they don't go a little further mm. or they just wait for the next leader. Like we, you can have a plan. You can have. You can feel like you're like, man, this this is really horrible. But then we wait for the next person. You guys didn't wait. Well, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, big, you feel like you need permission. Right. You need somebody to tell you it's okay to be dynamic or to be or to step out in front of it. And like you said, when you got the bullhorn on the street, a few hundred people can hear you. Mm -hmm. But you turn on the news and they're calling protesters, looters, and rioters. Right. Right. The narrative is different, and those people can't speak their part. So that's why the conversation with the station was look. We are profiting off of black culture. People from that culture should have a voice and be able to say something about what they're dealing with out in the streets. And since we're out there and we see it, we felt like we could lend that voice to the people that were that were marching next to us, black, white, Hispanic, mm -hmm. Asian and otherwise. But you see now and you fast forward to 2022, almost going into 2023, you know, a lot of the bullhorns, the batteries done died in them. Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen the signs that were held up. Those are somewhere in the garage. It was like, you know, there was a reason, but it was also a season. Mm. You guys went past the season. Sure. You know, so why is it important to continue what you do? Well, you know, uh, in the spirit of, uh, I, I want to shout out Dr. Camilla Westenberg. She's my college mentor. Um, in the spirit of the Panthers, in the spirit mm -hmm. of Dr. King, in the spirit of Malcolm X, in the spirit of, you know, uh, Marcus Garvey, in the spirit of, you know, Stokely Carmichael, all these names that we grew up learning about um james baldwin it comes to mind uh we realized that this is a long fight this isn't something right. that we can just get out there for a couple of years say a couple of names and then it's over you know we we have to stand on the the legacy and the history of our leaders before us and nobody was doing what we were doing what we're doing now in the space that we're doing it. In other words, we're more than just rappers and singers and dancers mm -hmm. we are thinkers we are leaders we are people that love our children we love our families we love our communities we want our communities to be strengthened you know i'm born in california you know i grew up around uh all different types of people and you know uh doing radio in arizona it it whittles it down just a bit so it's just really black and latino out there yeah. in terms of minorities and we're all we got uh in terms of marginalized folks and so again seeing that unity 
um, in the streets, being able to kind of capture that moment and project it into the future and really have a place where if something else happens, folks can come and say their piece. We'll hold the space for you. We'll hold the microphone for you. You can come and talk. And, and where do we off. find Civic Cipher now? You can find Civic Cipher at uh, civiccipher.com. Yes, sir. Um, Cleverly yeah. hated there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cleverly yeah. hated there. <laughs> um, we've also partnered with iHeartMedia, um, and that's another thing that I'd love to talk about. But um, we uh, are found on uh, 30 stations around the country. Um, hopefully, we'll Hello. be able to talk to uh, on it. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Like Winter, the Mr. Like Winter, uh -huh. <laughs> and, and talk about uh, getting a presence here in LA uh, very soon. But yeah, the show is growing. Um, we're we're in the process of negotiating an additional, uh, uh, effectively doubling our footprint in terms of uh, stations around the country. So hopefully, by the beginning of next year, we'll we'll have that situated. But how um, did the relationship, Q? How did the relationship start? So it started. Um, of course, out of DJing, mm -hmm. but that was something that Ramses saw that I didn't. I had just moved um, back to Phoenix from Detroit mm -hmm. and was looking for something to do career-wise. And, and Ramses had met me um, when I was working for Moet Hennessy. The radio station would cover our advertising. And Ramses wrote a letter to LVMH uh, just about the type of professional I was. And wow. when I saw the letter, my boss forwarded it to me. Ramses and I had just met in crossing. We didn't have a personal relationship. When I saw that he put pen to paper to vouch for me to this French company, you know, mm. thousands of miles away, and they were so impressed by that, the next time I saw him, I had to make sure I didn't just shake his hand, but that I put my arms around him and let him know how far that went. Um, then I then moved to Spain, moved to Toronto, and when I got back to Phoenix, the first person I reached out to was Ramses. And he was like, man, you might want to try these turntables out i really? thought it was a ridiculous idea but so had you dj'd before never never i had never even thought about it or considered it really and uh ramsey said look i would have hated been at the club when you were first started <laughs> <laughs> Jesus that's Christ. a funny story yeah. <laughs> he left me hanging when i first started really so throw him in the water bro yeah. they swim his thing was buy some turntables and i'll teach you how to dj he wanted me to make that first investment he could have just gave me some turntables. he had plenty but he wanted me to make that investment to know that I was serious. Invited me to the club for the first time. Told me he had to go to the bathroom. Oh, no. And stayed going to the bathroom for 30 minutes. Yeah, I remember that's when his bowels were bad. I remember, <laughs> I remember every time I talked to him, like, yeah, Unc, I'm in the restroom. I'm in the but you saw something in him, possibly, sure. that at the moment, no matter how much shine, or no matter how much we you know, know our self-worth, sometimes someone else will see something else in you. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? You saw that in q -Ward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I heard that and didn't yeah. suppress it. No, no, no. I, hey, I and isn't it crazy how some people like you'll get folks that say, okay, well, you know, LeBron James, shut mm -hmm. up and dribble. They, you know, and then it could just be spin the record, don't say nothing. You know, mm -hmm. so sometimes, man, we don't understand how powerful this microphone is. Exactly. And how powerful this voice is mm -hmm. and what you do with this microphone and with the voice. Yes, sir. All of us can bring in the next Drake record. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's what we do between those records and what we do aside those records. Mm -hmm. So when you do see certain things happen in our community, bro, people, not that they expect us to say something, but we should expect us, me, you, yeah. to say something. Right. You know, and we went through... We, well, not even just 2020, bro. When you, when, you, when you sit here and you go down that list, it's been a fight for a long time. Yes, sir. And there's absolutely no time to give it up, no matter how many decades, no matter if it's a century, whatever it mm -hmm. is, because those problems still exist today. Exactly. And 
we do need the entertainment. Mm -hmm. We do need everything sure. that we're playing, sure. but we also need a balance. Right. And what happens today, man, is we don't have a lot of the leaders. Mm. And then when we do have the leaders, they don't get the platforms. Mm. You know, so mm. that's why we got to continue to make sure that our voices are used and we take care of our platform. Yeah. And our platform also tells people what's going on. We we right here, we're in primaries, we're voting. We're, and sometimes, man, we don't get the message unless the message comes from us. Yeah. Right. So continue doing the message, man. Right, continue right. getting that out there. Speaking of platforms, he pushed me in the water with this too big. Oh, we really? So when you went to the station about us doing a show to give our people a voice, you'd never believe what our hip-hop station said to us. Sorry, Ramses. We don't want to do a black show. The hip-hop station. The hip-hop station. Y'all not no longer there, though, right? No. Oh, we can kill them. They, they could have <laughs> said we don't want to do a political show. They could have said we don't want to do a polarizing show. They said we don't want to do a black show. And Ramses was in this meeting by himself. I wasn't present. Ramses resigned for both of us that day. Damn. And he knew that I would stand with him. Wrote a resignation letter to the city of Phoenix. And we couldn't look at our sons. Right. After these people then told us we don't want to do a black show on the hip-hop station to the only black yeah. on-air talent in Phoenix. And who you're speaking with as well. Yes. And who you're speaking to. It was, it was which, which is crazy. And we've seen this so-called genre and we've seen our lifestyle. Man, it plays all the way across. Mm -hmm. And they said that to you in the room mm -hmm. and you resigned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wrote again, like you said, I wrote the letter to the city of Phoenix and then that letter ended up getting shared and shared and shared. So it made the, the radio trades. Um, and that's how a lot of radio folks ended up reaching out. My first station was KKFR in Phoenix. Um, so shout out to uh, DJ Complex, Ben Romero. Um, but then other stations around the country reached out. Um, we got on in Tucson. That was our first connection wow. with iHeart. So shout out uh, Steve Earnhardt. And then you know, the rest of the country. Is it a different battle? You know how sometimes you got to push some things uphill mm. because it's not, you know, it's not, you know, it's not fun. It's not, yeah, it's not it's, ignorant. It's, it's not, yeah. yeah. It's a whole different thing as opposed to, you know, I want to do the shoot on my power. So, so this is, this is another, another thing to, to your point about the uh, platform. So, um, we did, uh, uh, a, a gentleman named Tony Coles reached out, uh, from, from iHeart, the CEO, the, the CEO level stuff, you know, and he heard about what we were doing. He's like, Hey, we got a partner on some stuff. Um, but I would like you to do some other things with iHeart too. enter the black information network. Mm -hmm. So I've been working with them for the better part of a year on a daily podcast for the black information network, where I interview folks from Roland Martin, mm -hmm. you know, and it firmly, it gives me some credibility with respect to Civic Cipher, the radio show, but it also kind of um, helps me to network and expand um, and then off and diversify what it is I can bring to the table on the radio in the hip hop space. Um, in terms of platforms, Q has acquired within the same time frame, I believe, the imprint, the media imprint, Hip Hop Weekly. So Hip Hop Weekly magazine that you're familiar with. Now he owns that. So in terms of like procuring our platforms and making sure that we have the stages so we can mm -hmm. tell our stories and have our voices. For us, by I don't us. want to speak for yes, you. Sir. So so talk to me about Hip Hop Weekly. So the the magazine had laid a bit dormant mm -hmm. in my opinion. Oh, they yeah. never went away, but they stopped print and they stopped running original content. It's just a bunch of shared content. And we knew that that imprint People know the imprint. Yeah, and it means something to us. Yes. Yeah. So being able to, like you said, and like Ramza said, give our people a platform. You know, I can employ writers, journalists, freelancers that want to share stories, that want to develop their craft, and that want to put something credible 
on their resume in the journalism space and the mm-hmm. photography space and in the music creation space, being able to take new artists and blast their music off to millions of people that maybe otherwise wouldn't have heard it. I wanted us to be able to have some control over our own voices and how far they could reach. You know? And how, how is hip hop weekly now? Is it still print or is it more so it's more digital now? Yeah. And we were considering uh, going back to print because some of our brothers and sisters who are, you know, yeah. away, uh-huh. that's how they keep in touch with the world and with the culture. So we have a, you know, we had, you know, several tens of thousands of subscriptions that, just stopped being filled so those people don't have that bridge that they used to have so we're looking at making sure our brothers and sisters that are down get some light get some inspiration and get some information and then just rejuvenating the digital space as well from the website to social media um, to those people that follow uh, Hip Hop Weekly magazine, we got some fresh new content coming for you, mm-hmm. uh, some fresh new voices, a bunch of young creators that want to get involved. So it's, it's something that's really exciting. Hey man, with so many voices being heard and now... At one point, it was, okay, you got something from radio, you got something from television. There was, you know, back in the days, it was, it was a few news outlets. You had newspapers. Now, with this device, mm. everybody has a voice, mm. rightfully so. But that voice also means that everybody has something to say, and sometimes people are saying bullshit. Yes, sir. And, and you get that. When you do have a voice, and your voice talks to your audience, and then you have another voice that can talk to the masses like a Kanye West. And when mm. we see Kanye West with a uh, White Lives Matter shirt, mm. not mm. having a, a conversation, I still don't know what it means. Mm. But looking at it and then watching some of the interviews that he's, you know, done in the last sure. couple or few days, sure. he's doubled and tripled down on it. Yeah. We had a brief conversation about White Lives Matter, uh-huh. the, the actual shirt, the slogan, All Lives. And you brought something to my attention, y'all did, yeah. that blew me away right now. Yeah, yeah. So um, the, there's a funny story. The uh, federal trademark for White Lives Matter uh, is not owned by Kanye West. Uh, at present, it is owned by Civic Cipher LLC. And Civic Cipher is? Us, me and Q. Yes. Um, there was How a, did that happen? So, yeah. So, let me tell so you. So, there's, a, there's an individual who uh, is based in Arizona that had the foresight to procure the trademarks, the federal trademarks, for the benefit of black and brown people um, so that other folks wouldn't profit off of it. Um, and this person knows about what Q and I are doing. Uh, this person trademarked... Uh, White Lives Matter and submitted the application for All Lives Matter as well. So we're still chasing that one up. But White Lives Matter has come back. Um, to and to Civic us. Right, right. Wow. And uh, it has since been, well, it was originally filed in that person's name, has been since reassigned to us. So actually, we just got the receipt from our lawyer today. Uh, so shout out to Morris for taking care of that for us. But uh, but yeah, um, Civic Cipher LLC. So we are the holder of the federal trademark for White Lives and Matter. And what would that mean? So that means that the only person who can profit off of it, not make shirts, because you can make a shirt and wear it, and that's your right as an as an American citizen. But if you want to sell that shirt, you either have to come knock on my door, you have to face Morris, my lawyer, Mm -hmm. who is um, the person that helps me protect that brand. And now that it is in our care, uh, we can decide how it benefits the black community, the brown community. 
you know, everyone, to be honest with right. you. Um, and it brings us all together. It doesn't matter if you're in the white tribe or not. Um, something that benefits all of us. But of course, we we like to focus where there's the greatest need. And oftentimes we find that in black and brown communities. I so so at, if you ever see that shirt for sale, just know mm. that. Well, I'm calling. Yeah. Call me what you want. Please. please. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, Ramses. You won't believe what I'm Speaking of which, speaking of which, uh, I'll add to it that, that um, Morris did send out uh, I believe it was either Morris or our other lawyer sent out cease and desist to some of the sites that were selling bootleg stuff. So we sent out about 25 CNDs. Um, that would have been yesterday. Um, and then today we got the uh, the registration, the, the reassignment. Uh, and also it being Black Inf Information Network. How do we find you there? And how do we find the, the actual Civic Cipher podcast? Sure, sure, sure. So Civic Cipher, uh, you can go to civiccipher.com and tap in. We're at Civic Cipher um, on all social media. Civic Cipher, we own the federal trademark mm -hmm. for that and one. And how well. often do y'all do Civic Cipher? It's a weekly show. Okay. It's an hour a week. So just on your local station, ask petition. Petition your local stations to carry Civic Cipher. Help us on our way. Um, for the Black Information Network daily podcast, you can go to iHeart.com. I'm under all the the tabs, uh, the the podcast tabs. So if you're in the news, click news. I'm right next to Katie Couric, my face and hey, my you afro. Be. You damn if right. You click Black she Culture. You. I'm next to Charlemagne. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Big. Uh, you know, and and you know, we're we're trying to do something. Um, you know, I do believe that uh, love should be at the center of the narrative. Forgiveness should be at the center of the narrative. I, I'm I'm not the hugest fan of um, being angry in spaces mm -hmm. like that, I believe that healing kind of gets us a little bit further. And, and, you know, both Q and I really have done our best to um, have conversations that start and end on those points. And so uh, tap in with, with me, tap in with Q at Hip Hop Weekly, uh, the Black Information Network, of course, BINnews.com and Civic Cipher. We're, we're doing our best to try to, to make the world a little bit and better. And how place. long have y'all been rocking in yeah. the free world? Yeah. Yeah, Q. <laughs> 17, 18 years. Really? It's been a while. And and Q, how long you been DJing? I started DJing in 2010. Right. And how? when did you start DJing? Oh, Francis. man. Oh, he said he started in 2010. He didn't say that he's the Phoenix Suns DJ. Or, oh, yeah, or, like, yeah. The I last saw season, that. Phoenix Suns DJ. Okay. Were you, you know DJing what? at a Phoenix and Four game when dude put hands on that? Yes, sir. <laughs> I, got to, I got to go to the finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to bring my kids on the court during the finals. Man, it was a, it was a really cool experience with the Suns for three years. Uh, stepped away after last season so i'm you know just kind of just in this space now yeah, civic man. cypher kind of be, it's become far more important like yeah. you said the season passed for everybody to be involved in the movement but we we have an obligation to the people to keep doing this it's not something we can just sit down right say we so, did our part we yes sir yeah. yeah fold the sign up not need that well man thank you guys for coming in and yeah. sharing y'all presence with me as well yes sir and Rams, as you know anything you need on my end brother you know oh. aside from money <laughs> you know what I'm uh, no let, let me know what's happening brother you've yes, always been more than one thou while with me bro and so it's just a pleasure to see see real, what you real, guys are doing real quick before i get out of here man i'm gonna I'm send you the video man you sent you you when the first time i met you in person you recorded a video for me. It was in Arizona in front of a casino. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm going to text it to you. Um, and and you, you did a shout-out. sounded just like that. Uh, and, man, I, I incorporated that shout-out into every air check, every video air check That's I ever dope. sent out. Yes, man. So you are like my hero, that, man. Ramses? This psh, probably 2008, maybe. That's crazy. So um, I've been riding that wave ever since, man. So it's an honor to be here. Um, man, to, it's to an honor to be in your presence, we too, appreciate brother. you always. Appreciate bro. you, man. And, and, and like we say, man, we got to put it together. Yes, you sir. know what I'm saying? Yes, if, if, if mine needs, you know, that information, let it be known. I can get it out there. Absolutely. And the same when I need to holler at y'all, man. But thank you, guys. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all stick around. Big Boy's Neighborhood. Big Boy.